morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church. You are on the Carolina Church prayer call line. Thank you for your presence and your attendance on today. As I have in times past, allow me to do again on today and encourage you to um, share the information of this prayer call with others. If it's been a blessing to you and it's being a blessing to you, would you not keep it to yourself? But let's widen the circle and include additional persons to benefit from what we're doing here on this call. I want today to... um, to see if you all have ever inquired like I have um, from this perspective, this question, I wonder if you ever ask, what does the Lord require of me? I wonder if if you've ever asked that question in your own moments of reflection, your own period of meditation, God, what do you want from me? What do you require of me? What do you require of me? And if you've never asked that question, I want to challenge you to pause and inquire of God. What what is it that he wants from you? Even if you are busy doing busy work, I wonder if we've ever centered ourselves, focused ourselves intentionally to ask of God, what do you want from me? As Israel gathered um, across the Jordan River from the promised land, Moses put a question to the people. Moses said, Now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? In the same breath, Moses answered the question. He said, To fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to love him, to serve your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I'm giving you day by day for your own good. He says to them, what does the Lord require of you? But then he answered them, to fear the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that he was giving to them daily for their own good. In Deuteronomy chapter 10, Deuteronomy 10, verses um, 12 
17. It says, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all of his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your own good. God's covenant faithfulness towards his people came with an expectation of reverence, an expectation of love, and an expectation of obedience. Allow me to say that to you again. God's covenant faithfulness towards his people came with an expectation of reverence, an expectation of love and in expectations of obedience. And yet, these things God acts for were designed for the people's own good. They're designed for our own good. So uh, allow me just to unpack this verse for a few moments, y'all. Let's deal with, he says, Moses answered, to fear the Lord your God, to fear him. The concept of fearing God is best understood as reverence and awe. So in the original Hebrew, the word translated as fear means to regard with feelings of respect. It means to consider holy and exalted. It means to be in awe of. I want to make sure you all have this. Now, the word fear is not the word fear that you and I have interpreted in terms of our own meaning and translation. Um, That word is best translated as feelings of respect, to consider holy and exalted, to be in awe of. So fearing the Lord involves a keen awareness of what God hates, Namely, you all specifically, sin and wickedness. I, I want to talk about what he hates. Uh, let me show you um, in Proverbs 6, verse um, 16 through 19. In Proverbs 6, verse 16 through 19, it says, There are six things that the Lord hates. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Verse 18, a heart that divides wicked plans, feet that makes haste to run to evil. 19, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. So we clearly see that fearing the Lord involves a keen awareness of what God hates, which namely is sin and wickedness. But it also includes understanding understanding God's holiness. Psalms 99 verse 9 says unto us, Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, 
for the Lord our God is holy. So when we talk about fearing the Lord, fearing the Lord involves a keen awareness of what God hates, namely sin and wickedness. It includes understanding God's holiness, but it also includes understanding his judgment on sin. Psalms 99 verse 8 says unto us, O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoing. So fearing the Lord involves a keen sense of what God hates, namely sin and wickedness. It includes understanding God's holiness. It includes his judgment on sin. But then finally, it includes his discipline of believers who sin. And when you look at Hebrews chapter chapter 12, verses 5 through 11, it says, and, you have, and, and have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he chastises every son whom he receives. It is for, a, it is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have an earthly father who disciplined us, and we respect them. We have earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respect them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they discipline us for a short time, as it seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. So when we talk about the concept of fearing God, it's best understood as reverence and awe. And in the original Hebrew, that word translated as fear means to regard with feelings of respect, to consider holy and exalt, be and exalt and be in awe of. And fearing the Lord involves a keen awareness of what God hates, namely sin and wickedness. It includes understanding God's holiness, his judgment on sin, and his discipline of believers who sin. So the Apostle Paul describes fearing the Lord as hating what is evil and clinging to what is good. God wants us to avoid his discipline and live our lives in a way that's pleasing to him. So we have to fear him again um, 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 what we see here is being unpacked unto us Moses put this question to the people what does the Lord your God require of you and in that same breath Moses answered that question to fear the Lord your God but then number two he says not only do you fear the Lord your God but you are to walk in obedience to him I'll pick up here next week and uh, we continue to look at this 
walk in obedience to him. That's where I will pick up on next week. We have a very long list today of persons who are asking us to intercede for them in prayer. Brother Larry Thomas um, for healing, Jackie Thomas healing, Deacon Sharon Durham healing, and Brother Gary Davis healing, praying for Harry Mason um, healing. We're praying for Barry Hayes who in fact um, had surgery on yesterday. We're praying for his healing, praying for Sister Sheila Reed and family, her sister-in-law, Nadi Randolph transitioned, and um, that homegoing service will be on 923. We are praying for the family of Michael Thompson, um, who transitioned, praying for his wife Sharon and his sisters, um, to, to his sister Teresa. We're praying for those sisters. And um, Tanisha Henry's mother-in-law, Dorothy Henry, is hospitalized, and doctors have given um, seven, 72-hour notice of life remaining. We're praying for that family. We're praying today for Sister Greenwood's niece, Tashana Greenwood, who um, we're praying for that family of Sister Greenwood, that Tashana Greenwood transitioned, and we want to keep that family in prayer. Um, Sister Ebony Powell's mother, Ebony Powell's mother, Regina Powell, is having some medical um, um, issues. We want to keep that family in prayer. Vanessa Mary's mother, we are still praying. Praying for Sister Mary Davis and praying for Pastor Stephen Tucker. We're lifting him in prayer as he's recovering from a stroke. We're praying. We're praying for Reverend Herb Brinkley. Uh, we're lifting in prayer today. Deacon Evelyn Mack and Sister Mary Davis, Sister Martina Baxter, we're praying, and Associate Pastor Talia White. Velda Jones, we are praying, and Sister Gaylene Musgrove, praying for Valerie Jones, who's been diagnosed with stage 2 lung cancer. Um, I'm going to continue to pray, if you will, that we're praying that the um, for the Thompson family, um, Michael Thompson, who transitioned, and that service is going to be on uh, September the 28th, um, praying for that beginning at 10 o'clock with the viewing and 11 o'clock with the homegoing services. We're praying. I'm praying for you on today. Um, let's pray you all. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you for the period of reflection that you've given unto us. Thank you for the moments of meditation you've called us to. We thank you, God, that as we sit and ponder and reflect, we know that we've only come this far because of your grace and your mercy. And when we sit and we think and we ponder and we reflect, we can't help but ask, God, what do you require of us? We thank you for the word that you've given unto us because we walk away with clarity today, knowing that what you require of us is to fear you, to hold you in reverence, and to regard you with a feeling of respect. 
know that, God, you want us to consider you holy and exalted. That you want us to be in awe of who you are. So, God, we we got the answer to, to fear you. To walk in obedience with you. To love you. and To serve you with all of our heart and with all of our soul. To observe your commands that you've given unto us. Now, Father, when we sit and we align ourselves with what you want from us, we cannot help but say to you, we have not done all that you've called us to. So for that reason, God, we pause and we ask for your forgiveness. We ask you, God, to forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for walking away. Forgive us for not complying. Forgive us, God, for not respecting and reverencing you. Forgive us, God, for not honoring the commands that you've given unto us. Father, forgive us. We're grateful to know that, God, you have restoring ability and so father we ask that as we realign ourselves God restore us to your heart restore unto us God the joy of our salvation God keep us and we know we shall be kept for every prayer request that has gone forth, for those I don't even know, but for those that I've called today, God, send your angels speedily. <laughs> oh, I know you can. I know what your words say. God, you can speedily do what needs to be done. God, heal, comfort, deliver. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all the people of God said, Amen. Listen, my brothers and sisters, thank you for your time today. Uh, I look forward to you joining me back here next Wednesday as we continue to unpack this. You can also join us at 12 noon today for our Bible study at carolinachurch.org, carolinachurch.org. Click Watch Live Bible Study, and uh, it will connect you. I've given you some principles today to live by, to grow from, um, I'm expecting us to utilize these principles. Now, on your mark, get set. Let's grow. I want you all to have a good day on purpose and know that I love you all. God bless.